Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome along to another episode of Atletico Parsnips with me, Andrew Dawson. Please relax and let your mind drift off to a post-Covid future. You and your family are enjoying a summer boating holiday up and down one of Britain's many beautiful canals. It's late afternoon and you're just about to moor beside a pub with a sun-drenched beer garden. But before you can bring the boat to a halt... Your tranquillity is shattered by the arrival of a speedily waddling figure, like a human duck in a boiler suit and carpet slippers. He hurls a rope with a heavy magnet attached to it into the water and yells, I'm the top British fisherman and I'm going to catch yourself some fucking treasure! Ladies and gentlemen, it's my co-host, Mr. Bob Mortimer. Oh, Mr. Blobby. You're such a wally Oh little Teesside man With your plastic Todd pan Oh thank you for that I'm the Bobby Emma Of course you are yeah Alright I've just got How a you message doing? From, I've just got a message from the wife coming in Alright um, It's multi message um, mm-hmm. It's exciting isn't it mm-hmm. um, It's spelling something out Right Looks like it might be <laughs> Looks like it might be. Oh, it's uh, it's just the word idiot, but sent by se- <laughs> but sent by separate letters. So that's oh, isn't nice. That nice. That's the kind of thing that keeps the relationship alive. I think exactly. The, that kind um, of attention to detail. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got a name for me, Andrew, or am I just unky dunk, unky chunk? You can be unky chunk if you want. I haven't got anything planned for you. Oh well, then uh, can I put in a formal request? Could I be hunky chunk today, please? You can be hunky chunk, or you can be toasty Raymond. Well, well, toast, toast full Raymond would be toast nice. Toast full Raymond. Full of tome. Yeah. His catchphrase is, yeah, I'm full of toast. <laughs> you're, looking, you're looking good, aren't you? Yeah, I'm full of toast. <laughs> the, um, we've got some parsnippers questions here. We have, um, we have, we have. I'll kick off with one cut from Ben Carr, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. It's asking um, Nigel Pearson what the biggest animal is he could knock out with one punch. Mm. So I phoned up, obviously, um, of course, yeah. and I got him to give us an answer, and he, he did, thank, thankfully. Um, if the rules allow me to use a traditional British haymaker, then I could knock out a pig or a Shetland pony with one punch. Am I being a bit scouse, wow. don't know? You want a little bit Jamie Vardy, I think. Jamie Vardy. I've never <laughs> lost a fight with an animal. If I was yeah. to fight a mythical beast such as a kraken or a griffin, that is a fight I would also win. That's all he is, said. Is a, is a phoenix a mythical beast, or are they real? No, they're for real, yeah. Because they rise phoenixes. up, don't they? 
Yeah. There's... On the same subject almost, Mark, who calls himself just Mark, he says, if you had the power of a golden hornet, how would you use it? Now, is a golden hornet a mythical beast or is that real? A golden you know, hornet? A golden hornet. Oh, I've never heard of it. I wonder there's what it's these murder are. hornets at the minute, isn't there? There's these murder hornets that are going around, but I don't know if they're yeah. the same as a golden hornet. I, I think, think if I was, I would, I would, I would just spray um, golden showers on people. And what is that right? I, that doesn't what, feel right. What you'd we were young people if you had no, a gold... no, 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 like like gold plated, gold plated stuff from the sky. Do you know what a golden hornet's powers are? Well, I, I'm just guessing the ability to shower gold onto onto you know passersby, I think bystanders. I think that's a big leap from someone being described as a golden hornet to believing that it's... What do you think the powers are? The of a golden, golden hornet. hornet? Yeah. Pretty obvious they installed um, fear. Right. Fear into um, a, a, any human that renders right. them that renders them static, you know, frozen. Right. right. Like yeah. the fella that turned everything to gold when he touched it. Yeah. Mick Peacock. The Midas touch. No, Mick Peacock. That was the Mick Peacock touch. Yeah, <laughs> Nicholas. I don't know. I don't really know about um, Golden Hornets, Andrew. Nicholas mm. Luke asks, "Who is the best wrestler of all time?" Um, for I don't know. Me, got... Giant Haystacks, I think. Big lad. Giant Haystacks because he was massive. Yeah. So he could fl- he could flatten anybody. Plus, he was really scary as well. And he's got that nice like rural twist, hasn't he? With the haystack, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like you, well, sort of you bucolic. Imagine, you kind of imagined them living in a haystack or, yeah. or among some carefully arranged haystacks. Yeah, and showering the haystack with piss. Possibly from a golden <laughs> hornet from above. Big Daddy, you see, Big Daddy was he was the opposite of giant haystacks, wasn't he? He was his sworn enemy. But Big Daddy used to walk around with a top hat on and a cape yeah. and was almost a figure of fun. Yeah, big, haystacks big baby, wasn't like, he? Yeah, haystacks looked like he'd fucking kill you. He looked like you, the classic giant, didn't he, with his beard and that. Yeah. I liked Masambula. Do you remember Masambula? Nah. I saw my uncle used to take me to the wrestling in Newcastle when I was young. All oh, um, right, nice one. Masambula used to come like that like as an African warrior. Right. And um, he could do handstand on the corner post, right. you know. Right. So, I mean. W- w- was, he, was he what you would describe these days as problematic? Oh. I don't know really. I, I I honestly don't know what what you know. Like he came dressed as um, as a, like an African warrior, yeah, um, and did headstands on the corner post when he was victorious. Right. Can't ask for more than that, really, can you? Um, Rachel Richards says, "Bob, can you recommend a good mattress?" Which is weird because I could recommend a good mattress, but she hasn't asked me. She's asked you, so over well, to can you. I throw, can I throw that over to you, Andrew? Because no. I can't. I'm white no. goods only. No. I, I I could, but I haven't been asked, so I'm not going to. Well, I could go Simple and strip me, strip me bed next door and see what what brand it is, but I have, no, I'm, not, right. I'm not willing to do that. No, the, you're um, right. Soz, I'm sorry I can't help the lovely lady. Let's take a ride and see what we can find inside Andy's lifestyle. It's a feature that I introduced a while ago. And then it died to death, but I've brought it back. I don't uh, remember it. <laughs> it was just about my lifestyle, and I'd ask you a question, and you could answer it, and then we could talk about it. Three things, right? Tell me which of these three things I've recently purchased, Bob. All right, I'll give one, it a go. 
a new washer dryer, two, a plastic bin for indoors. A what bin? Three, plastic bin. Okay. Right, as opposed to what, a wooden bin? Most bins are plastic, aren't they? Uh, three, uh, a reclining armchair. Oh, well, Andy, you're probably tricking me because it's so obvious, but for a fat lump like you, it's got to be the reclining armchair in these <laughs> lockdown tea. Is it right? It's correct. They're all correct. I bought all three. Fuck. So you've got a bucket next to you to have a wee in? I've got a bucket, yeah, for spitting bones into, yeah. Yeah. And weighing into, yeah, um, Golden Hornet style. Um, I've got a washer-dryer for, you know, cleaning the clothing that I've been wearing while I've been eating the... The hot chicken, oh, and the chicken and, uh, bones. What do you have? You tried the the drying function yet? Yeah. Any good? It's it, it's all right. It's only going to be there for emergency reasons. I'm not going to dry everything in it. They're not Why great, you? Anna. If you put nah. it up to a decent heat, they make your clothes smell and all, don't they? Yeah. So yeah, it's just for emergencies. But it's nice to know it's there. Do you know what I mean? I've been in touch, Andy. Mm. Um, nice feature, by the way. Nice <laughs> feature. <laughs> I've been in touch with. My very, very, very good friends at Infinity Rocket Plastics. All right, yeah. Um, because, of course, interesting news with Steve McLaren this week, being appointed right. as sports director at um, Derby. A very vague title, that, isn't it? Yeah. Sports director. So, so the, they installed some spyware in there for me, mm-hmm. and um, I've got a little MP4 of a very right. interesting meeting that happened. Starts off with just Steve and Casper. In um, mm. in Steve's room, you know, manager's mm. office or sports director's office or whatever. Mm-hmm. Can you believe it, Casper? Back in the old office, and this time I'm like a super boss with no need to go out in the cold where Jack Frost can whisper nasty stories into your ear. Casper, what's wrong, Casper? Oh, Casper, why have you just had a one-two spew and poo on the floor ring? <laughs> Casper licks the floor and then lets out another little bit of sick. It's the laminate, isn't it? That foreign fella cuckoo got rid of all my beautiful double-worsted carpeting and replaced it with cheap quarter-inch light cherry laminate. Look at the wear on the high-traffic areas like the doorway in front of the desk. It beggars Bilbo Baggins' belief. It's clearly not been properly sealed either. Honestly, it curdles my cream, it really does. Right, let's make a list of what needs doing, Casper. One, recarpet all areas of the management suite in a durable stain-resistant oatmeal double-twist wool carpet. A Lakeland 20mm Hardwick twist would work very well. Two, reinstate the daily cream cake trolley and double up on the vanilla slices. Casper climbs up onto the seat opposite Steve, coils up into a ball and flips over on his side. Oh, Casper, you're such a bolt of happy lightning. I sometimes think that you're made out of children's laughter and cheeky chimps' antics mixed up with ladies' Easter bonnets and 100,000 giggles. Three, install fun and laughter bar vending machines in all the corridor junction points. If you collect five wrappers, you can have a sixth one free from the club shop. If everyone is high on fun and laughter, then who can stop us from taking 15th place off QPR? (laughs) Just then there's a knock on the door and in walks Wayne Rooney. Oh, Rooney. Uh, You you wanted to see me, boss? Yes, sit down, Wade. Wayne sits down right on top of Casper. 
Casper's head is poking out from under his arse, gasping for breath. As you know, Wade, I've been appointed as the mega boss of the club. It's a bit like being an actual king. The only things I have to do are appoint a manager and buy some players. So I wondered if you would like to be manager because, I mean, everyone has heard of you and that's the main thing these days, isn't it? (laughs) Well, like... I've always wanted to be a manager, because, like, you know, it's a really good job to have once you become shit at playing. It's either that or helping Colling with a giant candle collection and snowplow business. And to be honest, with the global warming and that, and that, and that, and that, I reckon she might be on a rugged with the snowplows, like. So, so yeah, I'd love the job, like, and that, and that, and that, and that, like, like. <laughs> Oh, well, that's just great. Now, I'd like to to introduce you to my very first signing for the club. I think you two are going to become the bestest of forever friends. Come out, Casper. Come on, Casper, where are you? Steve gets up from behind the desk and looks for Casper. Come on, Casper, don't be a Rodney of Plunkerton. I want you to meet our new captain, Wade Rooney. Wayne gets up to help and instantly sees Casper on his seat. Casper's body is strangely oh. flattened and his tongue oh. is sticking out with a slightly blue tinge to its surface. Oh. oh, my God. What have you done, you big lump of cock? You've crushed Casper. Who's going to dictate the future direction of the club if we don't have Casper? Oh, Casper! Steve takes Casper in his arms and begins to sing. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm not afraid. To say what I mean I mean what I say And then he hears a cough and a splutter And Casper begins to join in I wear my heart on my sleeve Don't count the cost If I can't live in love Then surely I'm lost But you tend to get burned Tend to get bruised Oh Casper, you're alive Derby County can still finish 15th and as for you, Wade, you'd better apologise to Casper right now. Eh, uh, sorry, like, I just didn't see you sat on the chair and that, and that, and that, and that, like, my spatial awareness is not what it used to be. In fact, it's basically shot to shit and that, and that, and that, like, so sorry, like. Right, now get out to my sight and leave me and Casper in peace. Oh, come here, Casper, we've got a whole lot of cuddling to do. What a nasty man. <laughs> and then the recording stopped, so... Oh. There you so go. We'll find out what happens after that. Yeah. OK. The full version of this episode is only available to our Club Pass Nips subscribers. Find out more and sign up at patreon.com slash Mints. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Do you want a quiz? I thought I was doing a quiz. You're you you quiz as well. Quiz but my quiz is about um, corned beef hash. What's your quiz about? Brazilian footballers. They were yours if you Fuck. want. Do oh. mine later. Oh, well, bothered. I'll tell you what mine is. It's, a, it's my favourite quiz format. I don't apologise right. for it. It's pricing. Okay. Most priciest item to least or vice versa, yeah? Because mm-hmm. I close I, my eyes for this. I'm cooking a corned beef hash later, so I thought mm-hmm. I'd do um, a price quiz on some of its ingredients. It's called Pap right. Boing Twack Ketchup Peanuts Doing Peep Potatoes Oh, yeah! Pap Tink Beef Give me just a little more time. Time, time, time. And the time. three items, Andrew, are mm-hmm. standard tin of Asda, by the way, standard tin mm. of corned beef. I think yeah. it was. I think it was Princess. I think so. Okay. A two kilogram bag of Maris Piper potatoes. <sighs> a four hundred and sixty gram, which I would consider the standard one, bottle of Heinz ketchup. <clears throat> right, the cheapest is the corned beef. Okay. Then in the middle, in the middle, the potatoes, and then the okay. ketchup was the most expensive. Well, you only got the potatoes right, Andrew. The most expensive was the corned beef at two pounds. What? Then How the much? potatoes. Two pound potatoes one seventy and the Heinz ketchup one fifty. So um all I can was do the, was the ketchup on special offer? Um I don't think I so. I think it might have been. Mm. You know your ketchup prices, do you? Mm, I think it might have been a special offer, but whatever, you know, I'll take it. Was that the end of that quiz then? Yeah, that's it. You did you didn't do yeah. very well. Well you got didn't one do very right. Well at all, did I? All you, right. You got one right. Still with a little wood, welcome along to my podcast, which I'm now calling the Dom Pod. It's when I. What, have you got something to say already? <laughs> Sorry, no. Wait till you reduce, please. That's how Sorry, it works. Tom. It's the podcast where I like to have a conversation with one of my celebrity friends, anyone who's available for 20 minutes or so will do. And this week, my special guest is none other than. Leading television fisherman, Mr. Bobo. Hello, Bobo. Welcome along. Hello, Dom. Thanks for having you me. You can speak now. Thank you very much. I just thought we'd have a little chat about things, this and that. You know, catch up, talk about stuff. Brain exercises, Bob. Do you do, okay. you do brain exercises? Well, I read a book every night, so I suppose yeah. that's something. And I do that word game. Is it called Wordscapes? Oh, yeah, Wordscapes. What level are you on? Oh, I mean, I'm... I'm I'm in a sort of glacial area. Does that help? Yeah. Have you got a number? I'm on level three hundred and twenty-four. Oh, would you want me to look, Dom? I can look on me. No, no, no I'm right. not bothered. Right. I also do uh, also do a crossword first yeah. thing every morning. Yeah. Uh, it's 
children's crossword, but I don't think that really matters very much. Uh, moving on. Do you have a particularly favourite field when you were growing up that you used to hang about in? Yeah, the field. I was lived next to a field, so yeah, very fond memories of it. It's played football, farted about, yeah. you know. Yeah, me as well. We had one, but I, we only stuck to one corner of it. We only hung around in the corner. We never went into the middle or anything. And I think about that a lot. Yeah, no, a... I, I wonder why that was. I don't ah. know. It's a very good point. Yeah, I used to hug one corner in particular. Yeah, you stayed the same place, did you? Yeah. There was so much to explore, but you just didn't. Yeah, big field it was as well. Yeah, there's so much I could, so much I've missed out yeah. on. Yeah, I went back there recently with our friend of mine, uh, Roger Cox. Yeah, who uh, I, I got back in touch with on Facebook a while ago. We went back and we just did the same. We stayed in the same corner same again. Same corner. Very very strange. I've got to stop there just for a moment, Bob. I've got to do a little sponsor break in the middle here. Uh, the Dump Pod is brought to you in association with sausages. Right. Now, back to the second half. Uh, what did you used to have for breakfast when you were a kid, Bob? Um, I used to have uh, I used to have porridge one day, soft-boiled eggs the next day, right, baked, beans yeah. on, baked beans on toast the next day, and then repeat uh, that sequence. Re- re- rotate that yeah. sort of every three days, yeah. You know what? I never had toast when I was a kid. Never did? Never. N- never occurred to us. No. <laughs> I look back at that and I wonder. I wonder about that. But uh, you can't go back, can you? You can't really? go back, no. Do you think there's any better actor than Harrison Ford, Bob? Yeah. Do you think there is? Yeah, yeah. I do. Can you yeah. name any of them? Um, I like Robert Duvall. He's my favourite actor. I don't know him. No? No. I'm not bothered. I ain't got an opinion <laughs> either way on that one. Uh, it just came to me. Uh, one more question before we go. Have you ever camped out overnight for anything? Um, yeah, I went to camp t- camping as a kid. You used to go to Lake District. No, 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 no. You've got the wrong end of the stick. I meant like to get something the next day, like tickets or something like that. Camped out to, you know, to to get get the, the first the first one through the door at the big sale down at the store, something like that. I did camp out once at, outside the city hall on the steps for tickets right. for Rod Stewart. All oh, right. And did you get front row seats for it then? Pretty near the front. I was yeah. well chuffed, yeah. I camped out for tickets for a circus once, but when they went on sale the next morning, I was the only one there. So I think I might have misjudged that one a bit, but you can't go back, can you? Yeah. Yeah, better be safe than sorry, innit, Dom? I hope you yeah, enjoyed the circus, circus. It was all right. It was all right. Uh, I think I that's about like it. I the clowns, from the, you know. From the, what? All right, all right, Dom. Sorry, Dom. Dom we, sorry, Dom. I think that's about it from the Dom pod. Thanks for joining me, as ever, Bob Wolver. Uh, don't forget, everyone, sausages. <laughs> do you like driving, Andrew? Do I like driving? Yeah, do you... I do. Yeah. <clears throat> do you find like your cars? You like your little palace? Your little, you know, you can no little... no no res- responsibilities to talk to anyone. A or little do anything. bit of sanctuary, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. It's, it's one of the very few times when I feel as if I'm in control of my life right. or anything else. Yeah, if not the vehicle. Uh, well, sometimes the vehicle, yeah. Why do you ask? Do you have a reason? Well, because I was wondering, I do like driving, like you, mm-hmm. but the other day I was, I had to do a photo shoot. Oh, right? yeah. That's where mm-hmm. a professional photographer photographs mm-hmm. you to look, um, so that you look sweet and youthful and that. 
right, for, yeah. for our, we've got a Christmas fishing show, so it's for Radio right. Times, you know. All right, so um, where did you go down to the river then with your mate? No, I went to get, to get went photographed. To, went to a professional photography studio in London. 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 Wow. I remember London. But what I wanted to ask you was, is I was in a car mm-hmm. um, and I haven't been driven, driving much, obviously, but it had a driver. How do you feel like when you're in a car with a driver? Do you talk to him and that sort of thing? I uh, prefer no conversation whatsoever. And do you make that clear from the start? They start talking and usually I just put up a hand. Right. to say, cease. Yeah. Um, sometimes they're all right with that. Sometimes they, they take offence. But um, yeah, you do you t- talk to them? No, I take a bin lid with me, you know, and just when they talk, mm-hmm. I hold the bin lid up in front of my face. No, well, I never know what to do. So um, I always get in the back seat. That's yeah. the one thing I do, yeah? Yeah. Because I, I, um, actually, this this one, I went in the front seat, Andy, because he had a big bo- massive box in the back seat. So right. I had to sit in the front seat, which made it all the more difficult. <laughs> Why are you right, laughing? Okay. I don't know, just something. <laughs> so I, so it's on. even more awkward, right? Mm-hmm. I, what do you, what do you? I asked him the usual shit, you know, like, are you busy? Yeah. Does yeah, your shift you end off? soon, man? No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> would you knock off? Are you, are you happy with the car? Um, anyway, I, I was lucky, and it's. So I sensed he didn't really want to talk at all. So good. Um, we were round about Lee Green. You won't know that, but it's just into London, South London. Mm-hmm. And he asked me, "Can get this?" <laughs> Get this. He asked me if he minded um, him stopping at this, his mate's house to drop off this freezer or something. It's a, like a mini chest freezer or something. It was on his back seat. Right. So, well, I, I said, yeah. yeah. I made a little stand, Andy. Like, you know, oh, well, was it far? I'm at, you know, I've got to be there on time. Be like somewhere, said, yeah. He yeah. says, no, no problem and everything. So yeah. we got to his mate's house and this was what the accent? Prob- what accent was that he's got? Just, just gen- <laughs> g- generic taxi. So, it's tur- this is the worst thing, Andy, because it turns out mm. his his mate was a massive fan of the fishing show. Oh, right, a lunatic, and, a lunatic and this podcast fan. as well, or just the fishing he show. He didn't mention it. He didn't mention Did he not? it. Right? <laughs> yeah. And he has uh, he, in his back shed thing, like I don't know, you know these things cockneys have at the back of their houses, like conservatory <laughs> no. shed. Anyway, he had one of them, and he had all this vintage. Um, Fly fishing equipment, right? All oh, right. And rods and fishing freaking display yeah. cases. Fishing and nut. And he just leaves the driver to <laughs> to put the freezer where it needed to be. Yeah. Um, one thing I would say, Andrew, it was a nice collection. So I should right. be have an attitude of gratitude with that, shouldn't I? There's like mm-hmm. bamboo rods and old wooden Victorian reels and fish mounted that he says his dad had caught. Um, Interesting, yeah. But I know this is a bit of a fishy tale, right, about fishing that, but it did make, it made me sad because he, his dad, if he did catch them, had stuffed fish on the wall that yeah. were like 40, 50 pounds, huge fish. Jesus. And when they, they're just not around anymore, Andy. Are they not? Nah. It's no? Like, what, what it's happened? All, it's agricultural um, runoff. Really? Overfished, pollution, yeah. water extraction, all that stuff. Isn't that? So... I had a look at his old centre pin reel, yeah? And suddenly yeah. I felt the thud of a blunt instrument on the back of my head, right? 
I, I fell to my knees, just like oh, mourning no. in pain, you know. Yeah. He says, get up and take your fucking strides off, you useless piece of shit. <laughs> he was South African, and he... Oh, bad course he was, yeah. Take your strides off, and your hand the kegs now, before I strike you again. <laughs> well, what am I meant to do, Andy? You know, I was like dizzy, nauseous, and he was holding a, a blunt instrument above... Right above just, me head. Just got to comply, haven't you? What can you do? So I got up, yeah. took me trousers and me undies off. He says, mm. right on all fours and point your body up towards that packet of fig newtons on the top shelf. <laughs> then I heard the glass shatter from one of his stuffed fish display cases, you know. Yeah. Um, I said, listen, mate, I don't want any trouble. I'm, I'm on my way to a professional photo shoot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> photo shoot? Photo poop? Now take this chub and feed it slowly in your anus whilst I draw a lifeboat on your bucket buttocks. <laughs> so I get, I get like the, just like the nose, if that's what it's called, of the chub, right, and press it against me yeah. my anus, yeah. you know. And yeah. just as I, I can feel myself being parted by the chub's lips, I hear a dull bang and see the bloke drop to the floor. I look up and there's my driver holding yeah. like a long, thin... Hard thing, yeah. <laughs> I said, Oh, mate, thank you so much. I said, Shit, do you think he really would have made me feed that whole uh chub up there? You know, yeah. he says, Do what I do. My mate's a gangbanger, I shouldn't love him, but I do. I, I got dressed, you know, a bit shiv first. I did me for yeah. You shoot. shouldn't be... No, no, stop there. You shouldn't be ashamed. You did nothing wrong, right? You said shame first there. Yeah. Don't, don't. Don't carry that shame with you. Well, that's very kind of you to say, Andy. But, um, I don't know I'm, if there's any kind of, like, victim support service available to you, but, uh, you know, don't. I don't just felt... Don't hold on to that shame. He'd seen me in a very, very comparable... Because my, my bum was uh, facing yeah. right up to it. There was a pack, yeah. you know, Fig Newtons? They're like an American Fig Roll. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> on Do the way it. back, thank God, I had a different driver. It was a right. lady, actually. She had, like, do you know, um, a neck goiter, you know, the big balloon under the chin. Oh, yeah, yeah. She had, um, and uh, it had a tattoo of a helicopter on it. So oh, I that's thought, nice. thought that was a nice feature. I think, um, do you remember the actress Peggy Mount? She used yes. to have one of them, didn't she? Not the, not the tattoo, just the... The, the goiter. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's something that can afflict a lady in later in life. Mm-hmm. I think fellas get them too as well. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, we can do. Yeah. I imagine I'll get one. I'm, well, I didn't like the sound of yeah. That's about it, I think. Thank you very okay. much, Andrew. See you all. Thanks for listening and all that thanks, and everything. As always, yeah. Thanks for uh, indulging us. Uh, bye-bye. Cheerio. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.